Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Charging in under the sun at the MCG and bowls and Bester is struck on the pad. Prolonged confident appeal and he's given out. So the wicket is confirmed. Scott Boland gets another wicket. Boland to root and he's out. He's instant to slips again. And Scott Boland has removed Joe Root. He's removed the last obstacle. He's edged to water at slip. Scott Boland has the figures of four for five at the MCG. And he's a victorian. And Wood oh. has taken. <laughs> Boland has five for five. <laughs> what a moment on Test at the MLB cricket ground. The return catch. Low into his right, he made no mistake. England, eight for 65. Wood gone for a duck. England well on their way to losing by an innings. This is unbelievable. Boland again, bowls here to Robinson. Edge to Titan! Oh, Scott Boland, it's a movie script. He's got six for five. England, a nine. Nine for 65. They are careering towards one of the most humiliating defeats in Ashes history. A bat pad in place. Cam Green looking to finish the deed. Anderson in his sights. He bowled him! The Ashes are retained in three tests. An annihilation at the MCG. Cameron Green gets the last wicket, but it is the debut of Scott Boland that will echo through Ashes history. Unforgettable stuff. Australia rampant and dominance. England crushed in a manner that you could barely imagine. All outs on the morning of day three for a miserable 68. The MCG crowd has had so much to savour. And now the trophy will be lifted in front of them. Anderson the last to go. Clean bold. Clean bold for two. 7.23 7.23 here on SENZ uh, Breakfast. Usually it's Baz and Easy, but now you've got Mitch McClendig and Ricardo Ball. And that was uh, the death throes of the Ashes series yesterday, shall we say, Mitch? Oh, but <laughs> it doesn't sum it up any more than the little... little. Uh, and he's a Victorian! <laughs> <laughs> the old Bill Laurie. Oh. Get him up here, he's Australian, he's Victorian! <laughs> oh, I absolutely it love it. Def- I mean, the 12th man was, uh, wasn't was far off the mark. That's <laughs> why it was so wasn't. funny, right? Oh, it was so good, mate. Oh, what a dream. Oh, yeah. What how, a dream. How, how is this? Is another stat that I think uh, is even more embarrassing for the England team. They lost the Ashes in 12 days. They were in isolation to play in the Ashes for 14. <laughs> so they spent more time locked in their hotel to play the series than they actually were in the series. Crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Absolutely crazy stuff. Those, I mean, those quarantines, they were still training during that time as yeah. well. So it wasn't like they were short on any cricket. But <laughs> what a great stat. Oh, mate. Oh, no. so another COVID-era stat for you. Yeah, there's a whole lot of horror stats, I think, that are going to be coming towards England mm. at the moment. Oh, there's been some talk that uh, Joe Root might step down as captain 
Um, I mean, you look at that team, it's only really him, Stokes and Anderson that are definite starters, right? I mean, Archer, when he's back fit, they're the only guys that are, are definite. You, you put their names in ink. Um, and I don't see any of those guys being better options. No, 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 you're right. You're 100% right. And I don't know, usually when it comes from this kind of stuff, there's something that's coming from trickling in from within the camp. You know, are the camp unhappy with, like, what's going on? But, I mean, you, you've got to have a leader who <laughs> makes the side. Uh, and B's, like, you know, got a reasonable nous for test cricket. And, and Root doesn't look like he's too far off the mark. I think I think some of the poor poorer decisions he's made this tour in terms of, obviously, the toss and stuff like that, other people have an influence on that. Mm. You know, people are saying he, he should have won the toss. Um, when he won the toss, he should have uh, bowled first in, in Brisbane. Brisbane yeah. Um, but that's not a decision he makes by himself. No. You know, he, he will be talking to senior players. There will be two or three senior players and, and the coach as well. So you can't just lump that one on him. Well, from your point of view, you know, all, all your years of playing cricket, it's pretty much standard, isn't it? Uh, unless it's an absolute green top mm. that you just, if you win the toss, you're out first. This is what you do. Yeah, oh, generally. Yeah. Um, but I know that maybe the Aussies just love to bat first. Yeah. For whatever reason, and this time maybe now with a bowling skipper, they've got Pat Cummings there. They're choosing the bowl first a little bit more. But they used to be super happy to go out and uh, bat first and get some runs on the board, and then you know, and then put people under pressure that way. Um, that was just the arrogance of of, of their batting lineup that they were just going to go score four hundred and and try and bowl you out twice. But um, yeah, I, the way they look, the wickets have looked this whole series. Um, none of them to me have looked like a bad first wicket, that's for sure. No, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's just, it's he doesn't have the cattle, right? Um, mm. I, I do wonder, though, about Chris Silverwood because of some of the comments, and I brought this up the other day. So after they lose the second test, he says if he had his time over again, he wouldn't make any different cha- uh, different decisions on who's going to be in those 11s, mm. right? Mm. And then he turns around and makes four for the next test. I mean, Silverwood to me sounds like he's out of his depth. Well, um, Ricky Ricky Ponting backed that up um, yeah. after in the after show. He just basically said, like, pick your best team. Yeah, pick your best team at the start of the tour, the one that's going to win the Ashes for you. And he said you shouldn't be making any changes, regardless of like how they performed in one game or one innings or anything like. That. Don't make changes. Pick your best side. He uh, Ricky Ponting couldn't believe that um, Mark Wood didn't play in Adelaide. The only guy really in that first test looked like he was going to actually take any wickets. Um, he said that you know as again that Broad and Anderson weren't playing in Brisbane. You know, because of bowling loads or some crap like that. Yeah. Mate, just put them out on the park and get through the Ashes series. And if they break halfway through, that just is what it is. You've got to get off to a good start. Mm. You can't be planning potentially being one da- one nil down or, or two nil down and then bringing Jimmy Anderson or Mark Wall back into the fray. It just makes zero sense. You've got to start picking teams to win and understand there's risks when you when you um, put that in place. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, you, you think that uh, Silverwood will be gone? Sure, they need a sacrificial lamb, the ECB, don't they? Yeah, he looks, he looks like a, making those decisions. Yeah. Um, he looks like a man under pressure or a man who's actually not making the shot, uh, calling the shots. Um, so there's, there's something going on. There's a lot of pressure on his side and he almost looks like he's... <laughs> he's given it a thrown in the towel, doesn't he? He, he does. Oh, yeah, I mean, here's an here's an idea for you. Uh, Jeton Patel's in there as the uh, spin coach for England. Mm. I mean, not that he's probably had a lot of work to do this tour, uh, but they're obviously not averse to looking outside England. I mean, could we see a non Englishman coaching England again? 
Uh, I wouldn't say it'd be Jeet and Patel. Jeez, that'd be that'd be super left field. <laughs> it would super be super left yeah. field. Yeah, yeah, maybe not Jeets. <laughs> maybe not Jeets. Um, he's on a pretty pretty good wicket at the minute, just being the spin bowling coach. No pressure. You know, and, and they're not even playing spinners half the game. Yeah, exactly. So he's just on tour, <laughs> having a few beers, and you know, working with guys at training, <laughs> and exactly. then playing a bit of golf. So I think he he might enjoy that role at the minute. Yeah. Um, uh, look, I think they they could do. Um, any name. Yeah, the the Knots coach at the minute. Yeah, uh, Moores. Yeah, um, I know he coached in England for a little bit, but he's definitely developed a lot more as a coach. Um, he's probably the only option I can think of the top of my head um, who might be ready to step back into that environment. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do with it. I mean, can you imagine somebody? I mean, you mentioned him just before. Can you imagine Ricky Ponting, England coach? Oh my, mate, that'd be unbelievable. Yeah. I know, I know, India tried to approach him. Um, yeah. So why wouldn't you? Um, but, um, you know, Ricky's to the point where he makes that much money off his commentary and stuff like that. Um, you know, yeah. you can't pay that can't pay that man enough. And, then, yeah. you know, he doesn't want to be away. England's away, like, one of the most out of all those teams, like, close to 300 days a year, uh, which is just insane. Um, and I know they've uh, they've used COVID bubble uh, fatigue as, as a, a bit of a front-loading excuse. Um, but maybe it, maybe it's a, it's a real thing. I know just doing a couple of months doing that, it, it does get tough. Yeah, it would do, man. It would get really tough. Hey, uh, you're listening to uh, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's Mitch McLennigan and Ricardo Ball in with you. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Uh, time now for Karen. She's in with news. Thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.